Welcome to Confessions of a Realtor. As an active, full-time realtor serving Tallahassee and the surrounding areas since 2014, it was time to use my experience to educate consumers on the whys and hows behind the home buying and home selling processes. We'll have some fun, I'll share some crazy real estate stories, and keep you informed on realtors' best kept secrets. Why? Because when you're informed, you can make empowered decisions. Let's get into it. Hello and welcome to another episode of Confessions of a Realtor. Today, we are going to get into the tax refund. Now, I understand that I am a realtor. This is not really my job. I'm not a tax accountant. I'm not a tax attorney. I'm not a CPA. But I do know that there are four things that if you have been putting your move on hold that your tax return can really help you out with. The first thing that the tax return can help you do is it can help you save for a down payment. Now, there are some first-time homebuyer programs out there, but a lot of times if you're selling your home for the first time, sometimes we can pull the equity, and most of the time we do pull the equity from your first home and move that into your second home purchase so you have help with the down payment. But sometimes we run into people that don't want to necessarily do that. So looking at your tax refund is a great way to get those funds for your second home. Even when it comes to first-time home buyers, not everybody is going to have their down payment, number one. And then number two, those that don't have their down payment, they may want to use a first-time home buyer program or a down payment assistance program. And this is typically done with, well, I don't have to come up with my own down payment because this lender is covering it for me. There is not anything unethical with either having your own down payment or using a down payment assistance program or a first time home buyer program. I will and I do always caution my clients that really nothing in real estate is free. When I say that, you may be using a down payment assistance program. And again, nothing wrong with that at all. But if you use a down payment assistance program, while they may not require the money back until you sell your home, a lot of times they will charge you a higher interest rate than what you would qualify for. So for some people, the math math for them, it's worth it to them to do that. For other people who do want a lower interest rate, sometimes it is helpful for you to have your own down payment so that you're not paying a little bit of a higher interest rate. First thing that a tax return can help you do is save for your down payment. The second thing that the tax return can help you do is pay your closing costs. Anytime a property is switching hands, there are people involved. And typically those are the people, especially if you're getting a loan and using a title company, those people are going to need to be paid for their services. And then additionally, a lot of times you have to pay for your homeowner's insurance as well. That can be lumped in with that as well as part of the sale. So with your closing costs, a lot of times those are anywhere from three to five percent of the purchase price of the home that you are looking at. So let's say that you're looking at a three hundred thousand dollar home. Closing costs can be anywhere from nine to fifteen thousand dollars. Okay, fifteen thousand feels a little bit high, but everybody's situation is different. That's a substantial amount and you will have to pay that or someone will have to pay that as part of your process, whether you are purchasing a home for the first time or purchasing a home for the second time. 
Sometimes we can get the seller to help out with those closing costs. But again, typically on the seller side, anything that you're asking them for, they're going to want something for. So it is a negotiation constantly. Not saying that it's a bad idea to do that. But again, we have to know your numbers. You have to feel comfortable in the decisions that we're making. So if you want to avoid the conversation of getting your closing costs paid by the seller or just want to make sure that you are able to do your closing costs by yourself, looking at your tax return and putting your tax return towards your closing costs is a great way that we see the tax refund used as we head into these spring months. The third thing that you can do with your tax refund is you can use your tax return to buy down your interest rates. A lender, they may during your home buying process, whether you're purchasing your home for the first time or the second time, they may present you with the option to pay what we call discount points to buy down your mortgage interest rate. And typically a point equals 1% of the loan. So sometimes if you're willing to put more money toward your process as far as the financing side of things and paying down your rate or buying down your rate over the life of the loan, you typically pay less because your interest rate is lower. I've had clients use their tax refunds for that. Just depends on where you want to put your tax refund in the process for your goals. The fourth thing that I see tax refunds being used for is something that I feel is probably one of the best uses of your tax refund. So let's say that you already have your down payment, you already have your closing costs or you're fine negotiating that from the seller. And let's say that you have worked on your credit and that you have your finances where the lender wants them because you put in the work ahead of time and you don't necessarily feel like you want to buy down your interest rate. You feel like you can hold on to that money. Totally valid. One thing that you can do when you are purchasing a home is just save that money. When you become a home buyer, if you have ever bought a home with me before, you have heard me say this, you are now your landlord. When you are a tenant in a property, if a light on the stove goes out, depending on what your lease says and what your responsibility is, you can call the landlord and you can say, hey, come replace this light. The AC goes out. You can say, hey, come fix your AC. You start having a leak in the roof. Hey, Mr. Landlord, come fix this hole in the roof or come fix this leak in the roof. You are now your landlord when you purchase a home. Yes, there are home warranties and we can get into that at a later conversation. If you buy a new construction house, there may be a builder's warranty as well. But eventually, if you're not constantly renewing a home home warranty and builder's warranties, they typically only last one year from the date of the certificate of occupancy. If you are now your own landlord, one of the things that you need to get into the habit of doing is setting aside money for repairs that come up for your home or up grades that come up that you want to do. And that is a really great use of your tax refund. A lot of times holding that money back and saving that money, it does give you peace of mind because you know that, hey, if the AC goes out unexpectedly, I'm going to be able to cover that or I'm going to be able to pay for a repair. I'm going to be able to pay for a new fence to be installed so that my pets can run around in the backyard. I can pay for those granite countertops that I've really been looking at and saving on Instagram and now Now I have finally gotten to the place where I own my own home and I can install them myself or pay for them to be installed. That is the fourth use that I would recommend for your tax refund. So let's go over those four as we close out this podcast today. 
The first is it can help you with your down payment. That's actually a really common use of people's tax returns. The second is that it can help you pay for closing costs. So it can help you pay for the cost to close out your loan, the cost to close out your file, and basically make sure that that is part of your transaction. The third is that it can help you get a lower interest rate if your lender provides you the option to buy down your rate. So it can help you get a lower interest rate. And the fourth is it can help you make home repairs and home improvements. I hope that this episode has been helpful to you. And I hope that if home ownership is on your vision board for the year, that you're setting out a plan to accomplish it. If you're finding this podcast, there should be a link in my notes for my Instagram. If you go on my Instagram, you'll find a link in the bio where you can book a consultation with me and we can help you figure out a plan and who you need to talk to to be able to get into a home for the year 2023. As usual, I'd like to end this podcast with a quote. Today's quote comes from Alan Cohen and he says, do not wait until conditions are perfect to begin beginning makes the conditions perfect. Thanks so much for tuning in today. I hope that you'll come back next week for another episode of Confessions of a Realtor. Have a great week. That's it for today's episode of Confessions of a Realtor. If you're looking for an active full-time agent in the Tallahassee or surrounding areas, feel free to give me a call or shoot me a text at 850-206-2199. If you're thinking about moving and want some more real estate tips and tricks and education, my Instagram page, Rachel Sells Homes 850, is very active and I do my best to educate on our local market. Check out the link in the bio on my Instagram page to schedule your own complimentary consultation with me or to refer someone else who you know is thinking about buying or selling. Thank you for tuning in and I look forward to assisting you here in the Tallahassee area.